0: welcome to we fucking love tv i'm jessica and i'm libby tonight we are going to talk about a very specific topic And that is when teens, teen shows have their teens grow up and then move on
1: to college. Yes. And before we do that, Uh, follow us on Twitter at WFLTV. Or send us an email at WFLTV.podcast
0: at gmail.com.
1: I am so impressed that you remember that. Right? That was really good. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. You didn't even have it written down. I know. It's just in your brain. Usually I forget my name if I don't write it down. I know. Like you have... I have yeah. a lot of anxiety. It's problematic. I understand. <laughs> um, but either way, you can communicate with us through those means. And we would love for you to do that. We would like to hear from
0: you if you have any ideas on shows that we have not talked about or should be watching
1: or just want to comment on anything that we have said. Oh, yeah, because I need some new TV to watch. I just, I like, I'm always in, in need of new TV to watch.
0: I just started the show Arrow. Which I heard was good. I've never seen it. It's all on Netflix and it's eight seasons. So I feel like I'm kind of
1: set for a while. Well, as you know, I started the Vampire Diaries, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how long that's going to keep me just because of the fact that I like it's long, but I can't stick with just that. I need something else. It's. Too ridiculous to only watch that. I feel that way with a lot of
0: CW shows, when you're watching them, you kind of need something based a little more in reality
1: to kind of offset those shows. Yes, yes. Okay, but let's get back to the college issue. So you have this problem, and like all teen dramas, because usually they start when the kids are in like sophomore year a lot of the times. Um, so that's going to give you three seasons of decent teen drama content. Maybe more depending on how you work your timeline. Correct. But then what's going to happen is they're going to graduate high school and we still want our people together. So what do you do in that situation? Because people don't always stay where they live. They don't always go to college together. So before we get into the shows, why don't you talk a little bit about how you think the problem should be addressed, and then some pitfalls to avoid? Sure. I think you need to start with
0: one, planning ahead. You know when you are writing a show based around teenagers that they are going to have to go to college. You know that going in. So plan for it at the very beginning. Maybe drop in some hints about colleges that are near the area, colleges that are in that town, um, just ideas for how to keep your core group of people together. Cause that's the thing, right? When you go off to college, a lot of times your core group gets split up and then your show loses something when that happens. So I think you need to plan on how to keep them together in a way that makes sense. And to start it early.
1: I, yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, we have a lot of thing play um, shows that take place in a small town. So yeah, I get it. Those towns are not going to have a college in them. That's fine. That makes total sense. But you're making up this world. So just you can put that small town within driving distance or reasonably close to a bigger city where there are a lot of options. So our characters can go to different colleges. And the other thing that you can do is you can have a character Choose not to go to college, and it's okay, and they're not a big loser.
0: Yeah, definitely. Or choose to go to a community college
1: to mm-hmm. keep the group
0: together. What There are a lot of options, but it seems that whenever these shows are happening, college, like, creeps up out of nowhere. And the writers are like, oh, my God, these kids are going to college. Now we have to make a bunch of crazy stuff up. We either need to make up right now that they're close to a big town or we have to come up with all of these reasons why they're not going to college when you could have just planned for it ahead of time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing that we see a lot in one of these shows, um, will have a character that doesn't have a lot of money. And so this is one of those things where they don't, they have planned ahead a little bit in that that character has constantly talked about needing to get a scholarship to get out of their town, mm-hmm. to go to college and all of that. But the the issue that the shows usually have is there's only one answer. It is I get a full ride to a great university or I stay in my small town forever working as a waitress or waiter or at a gas station it's like the, there are no other alternatives, which is absolutely insane. Of course, if you want your character to go through, I'm upset that I didn't get my scholarship, that I have to like, I'm not able to go to the university I want. But you know what, I'll start off at a community college, and then maybe I'll transfer. Like, that's totally reasonable. And if I can't afford it, I can get financial aid for a community college, because at the very least, even if Something was going on that was kind of crazy financially with my family. I can get a loan. I can get a sub or unsub a, a loan from the school or a loan from the government. And that will pay for community college at the very least. So I feel like that the, the money thing drives me nuts because it either doesn't matter at all and the characters' families can just pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. Or it's one of those things where they're like, well, I have no choice, but either I get a full ride My life is literally over.
0: Yeah, I agree. Another thing that drives me a little crazy is it's always a big deal for every character. So, where they're going to go, how they're going to pay for it, it's always a huge deal that takes up a ton of time in the season preceding it. Instead of having a couple characters that just say, Yeah, we're just going to attend this state school because it's 20 minutes away, and that's it. Like, that could just be the end of the conversation. You don't have to make it. A whole thing you can continue with your other storylines without making the college thing a huge deal but no one ever does that
1: and the college essay the college (laughs) essay is always the biggest deal in the world and it is insane because i mean i literally don't remember what i wrote in any of my college well i applied to one school i did i think i applied to two and no i don't remember at all. I applied to one school and I did need a scholarship because like I couldn't afford it otherwise. But what I assumed was if I if I don't get a scholarship, I'll probably just go to I don't know, the community college and transfer later. That was like literally my plan. I was like, oh, I need a scholarship and some financial aid because I, I wasn't gonna have family to pay. But so. how are you going to escape your town then? I don't understand. I mean, I spent an entire year in a total panic about it. Um, I had a lot of existential crises. Did you rethink all of your relationships? hmm mm-hmm. It actually Good. affected my college essay, though, because obviously I wrote probably about like a college boyfriend or high school boyfriend. So but what else are you going to write about? I don't know. Other things that happen to you, that makes no sense. No, not at all. And so anyway, the college essay thing, it's crazy because I don't, I don't know what I wrote. And I just like, it's always the, the biggest deal. And they apply to so many schools. And maybe some people do that. And that's totally fine. But like, it costs money to apply to the schools also. So your character who like doesn't have a lot of money, quit wasting all that money on application fees what's wrong with you? But anyway, so that's like the logistics of how they handle it is one thing, the like logistics of actually like applying to the school and getting in. And the idea that you have to go to college, the idea that you usually there's somebody that has to go to an Ivy League or their life is over. And then there's the fact that they just like, have to deal with the core group, like you said, what are they going to do? How are we going to keep them together?
0: Yeah, and I, a few shows succeed. I would say even the shows that we're going to talk about tonight that I say do it well and do an okay job sending their teens to college, those still tend to be the worst seasons, in my opinion. It's just when your teens graduate and they go to college, you it, the show loses something, apparently. And I don't understand necessarily why, and I
1: don't understand why writers and showrunners can't seem to figure it out. Well, I think that part of it, might be that one of the things that we have when we have a high school drama is you have your characters who are going through all this stuff that is obviously totally unrealistic but you also have um it contrasted with the fact that they are still teenagers living with their parents not able to legally make decisions for themselves and so there's always that little bit of a that kind of pushes against what they like want to do so like in in one of the shows we're gonna talk about you know we're gonna end up talking about Buffy and talk we're not talking about it yet but like her trying to fight vampires and also make it home like not break curfew is like a big deal so like you're losing that and then like just not having them live usually in their parents house you you're not gonna be sneaking out your window you're not gonna be worried about when you come home and you're you're gonna you're gonna lose a little bit of that having them just be like legally adults um, I think just kind of affects it a little bit and then usually you know they're not in the same school they're not going to the same classes we don't care as much about the teachers so yeah I think that's part part of the problem but do you want to go ahead and get started by talking about our first one yeah we're gonna start off with one tree hill
0: and we're not going to talk very long about it Because what One Tree Hill did that is unique is it just skipped the college years. (laughs) They did. It was a four year time jump,
1: just skipped all of it. Nope. Not even gonna deal with it. (laughs) Jump right over it. What I love about One Tree Hill is they do enough time skips in that show. I think by the end of it, the actors were the same age as the characters. I think you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they jump like four years and then one year and, and whatever. else. But yeah, they just entirely skip it. So um, how do you feel about it? We talked even last time about your dislike of time skips. How did you feel about them skipping this four years of their life? Yeah, and that's what I was thinking about is the time
0: jump, right? So it's it clearly is a valid option to just skip it. You have, you don't have to deal. And then everyone has gone to college and has now come back right to your town. And so you, you, you avoid a lot of those problems that you have when your teens are going to college. So I do kind of like the solution. I thought it was a creative solution. Just be like, nah, we're just going to skip it. But then you have a four-year time jump to deal with, which... Is good and bad. One, four years is kind of a long time jump for me. Anything over, like, six months and I'm pretty unhappy, honestly. <laughs> but it gives you a lot of opportunity. And what One Tree Hill did is a lot of flashbacks, right, about what people have been doing over the four years, which was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I think, though, the one thing I didn't like about it is... I. I, I don't hate a time skip as much as you. I don't like a time skip when it happens directly after an event that I want to see someone's immediate reaction to. Yeah, that's a fair point. So, like, between season three and four of Lucifer. Like, I didn't like that because I want to see how do you react in the moment to something. But I'm 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 normally okay with it. Uh, what I didn't love about One Tree Hill is we skipped four years and these people's lives just are just so ridiculous like i know that that's what i did to begin with but but like i'm sorry just like yes i know that Haley went on tour in high school got married and had a kid like she had a whole life before the age of 18 that most people have like their whole time but like jumping four years you've got the nathan and all of his success you've got um luke lucas in his book I think Brooke Uh, is running
0: her own company. Yes. At that point.
1: And then Peyton's feeling unsuccessful because she's living, like, a fairly normal life. But then she's running a studio after that. So, like...
0: Yeah, their very immediate success is off-putting and upsetting.
1: Yes. So, I would have been fine with it. I I agree. It is a creative solution. Um, You know, you can kind of wrap everything up at the end of your like high school years and kind of not leave any bigger stories and then jump forward four years. And it is fun to see, you know, we've got, we start off with Nathan in a wheelchair and we're like, what happened? So like getting those flashbacks and kind of seeing how they got to be where they are is really fun. But I just don't like the way one tree Hill handled their characters, like successes. Cause it was just ridiculous. It was too ridiculous. Even for a show that is as ridiculous as One Hill is.
0: Completely agree.
1: Okay, you're ready to move on? Yes, we'll move on to the, P- to the shows
0: that actually did college. Yeah, and so we're going to start off with the Gilmore Girls. Because college was a huge part of this show from the very beginning, which I thought was an excellent way to handle it. You know, Rory is going to Chilton because she wants to get into Harvard at the time. Right. So it starts off with this. You have a very bright girl. She has these dreams of getting into an Ivy League school. It's the most important thing to her. So we get to just start there, which I liked.
1: And it makes sense. It's also um, one of the things that I enjoyed about it is a lot of the times when you have that character that wants to get into an Ivy League school, they I've seen you the past four years or three years or whatever. You can't go. You've spent too much time solving murders and not enough time on your grades <laughs> or whatever. You are not going to be able to make it into an Ivy League school. Like, you're just not. But Rory, we've seen how hard she has worked from the beginning. The other thing that they did is Chilton was already kind of far away from her town. Not terribly far, but a right. little bit. Mm-hmm. And so she had her Chilton life and she had her home life, including her friends at home and her boyfriend at home and her, her family. And so we already had that disconnect between school and home life that was totally separate. So then when she made that change to college, it wasn't as jarring because we've already dealt with that. We already, we already know Rory navigating her uh, fancy school and her small town. That's not new for us. So I think that that was another thing that they did well. They really prepared us for her ultimately going to school.
0: I agree. And then another aspect that they handled well was changing from her dream of Harvard, which was far away, right, to a school that is only 45 minutes away. So you get to keep her close, which keeps her in contact with her small quirky town and her mom you know and that's the that's the basis of that show is her relationship with her mom we get to see them remain close and in a way that made sense because we see Rory is applying to Harvard she's also applying to almost every other Ivy League school so it makes sense for her to one apply to Yale and then another thing to actually attend there. You know, she makes her pro con list, which is a very Rory like thing. She talks to Lorelai and they come to this sort of decision together that she's going to go to the closer school. And so it doesn't feel jarring or out of the blue. And it actually makes sense.
1: Yes, uh, totally. It, it, it does. That change makes sense. And the other thing that they did was, okay, as much as I hate how Gilmore girls handled money Mm -hmm. and you know how much I hate how they handled money. Um, rory paying for school the way they did it makes sense she has super rich grandparents like of course they're going to pay for her school um it them acting like it was ever a problem is a little bit annoying because like you've got a super rich family you don't have money issues just stop just stop and actually you know what they could pay for school outright if they would just cook at home like once a week even. (laughs) even like you know, maybe eat breakfast at home instead of breakfast out every day. And I'm not trying to say, you know, you can buy a house if you don't do the avocado toast kind of thing. I'm saying these girls ate every single meal out. And that is just too much eating out to just like afford life, but whatever. So they legitimately though, like there was a method for her to pay for it. Her applying to all the schools made sense. Her going to the school that lives by, that is close to home makes sense. Her getting into her dream school makes sense. All of it was very logical. It didn't feel out of place. And it's because they established early on, we've got a small quaint town that is close enough to big schools that our, um, our leads can go to that, to a school in the bigger town.
0: I will say, even though I was okay with how they handled the college thing, and they kept her close enough to home to where her relationship with Lorelai was still important and didn't really suffer, taking her completely out of Stars Hollow for most of it, I think did lose something from the show. And season four, which is her first year at Yale, I think is, is a pretty boring season. I think it's one of my least favorite seasons of the show. Even though I'm okay with how they handled her going to college, the show still was not very exciting in season four.
1: Yeah, and you know, if it had been more of a typical teen drama with a lot of, like, uh, ridiculous storylines where our characters getting into all kinds of shenanigans, I think that it would have been different because... um, Rory would have had more interesting plots but like the fact of the matter is the heart of the show is is the family and her and Lorelai and her and the town and Lorelai and and Emily and kind of all of that and so to lose a little bit of that um does sort of affect it and and make it a, a more a little bit more boring but overall uh good I think they handled it well overall good you have such a way with words fuck you how, how are those four words <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we're gonna be moving on to are you ready to move on i'm ready to move on to buffy and because we're talking about buffy jessica can't limit me because we're talking about it it's the subject yeah, we'll see we'll see
0: okay buffy vampire slayer she's going to college yes okay in a made-up college that i didn't know existed until she was a- attending
1: and that is where they messed up. Mm-hmm. So with Buffy, they messed up. Now they didn't need to do like Gilmore Girls did and make it like a huge, huge deal because it's not. Because for Buffy, just like making it through her like 16th birthday and yeah. like surviving just life is a big deal. Saving the world is a big deal. College, less important. So they didn't need to make it a huge thing like Gilmore Girls did. But they should have established the fact that Sunnydale had a college college before they were just suddenly there it was and so stupid
0: it was because there was a ton of like demon activity happening on the campus and buffy has been in that town slaying vampires for a long time before then it makes no sense that she would not have been on that campus at some point in earlier seasons fighting demons on the campus
1: we had like one mention of a uh, college before and they didn't they didn't really do the name of it I don't think but it was whenever we had uh, Cordelia was dating this college guy oh, yeah. and it was like they were going to a frat party. I and, remember like, that was about it. But yeah, I mean, we, w- we would know more about it. The other thing that is so so dumb is Buffy lives in a dorm. Like that is stupid for a lot of reasons. One don't live in a dorm if you live within driving distance of your college, even if you don't drive like Buffy. But like, don't do that like it's so
0: expensive it's so
1: expensive but okay fine you want the
0: college experience (laughs) i hate those words it makes no sense no they they
1: they shouldn't exist they're the stupidest words but um even if you are for some reason you know and the only person i would say you get to have you get to say that is buffy because buffy doesn't get to have a normal life so if she wants to feel normal and live in a dorm what that's fine have willow be your roommate not a random person because you have to hide your vampire slaying from your roommate yeah that's so dumb agree like why wouldn't you just room with
0: somebody who knows that you're a slayer even if you're not a slayer you still want to room with
1: someone you know especially if that person is your best friend yeah it's so weird so like one living on campus is going to make it difficult to just like because you know Yeah, you can sneak things into campus, but like it, you have to sneak a lot of weapons in and out of campus.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the campus did have a whole demon hunting army hiding on it. So
1: maybe they weren't paying as much attention as they should have been. I mean, that's true. That's true. But just like in, like, seriously, I just like, I remember when I was watching it for the first time, I'm like, why does Buffy have a roommate? That's not Willow and she's trying to hide her like slaying stuff and it turns out her her roommate's a demon you know and whatever that that's that's great that's fine that's fun it was a hilarious storyline but also just so so stupid it just didn't make any sense you're watching it and you're like you're at a college that shouldn't even exist that we really haven't seen much if anything of and then you're rooming with somebody and trying to hide all of your extracurricular activities because they can't know when you could just room with willow who's also going to the school (sighs) yeah i agree one thing i did like
0: about it is that Xander did not attend college which made sense and felt right and yet he still was able to find success and his construction job. So he was a character, and I don't love Xander as a character, but I do love that they show that a person can be successful while not attending college.
1: But it takes a long time. Yeah, which, which, it does. Which, which I'm fine with it taking a while. Like, I'm, I'm okay with you, a person, not jumping right into immediate success in their life. I mean, we just talked about One Tree Hill and how much I dislike that, but like... The fact of the matter is when Xander doesn't go to college, there is a lot of commentary about yeah. it. Uh, they He's working in a bar where people are making fun of townies and, and things like that. And I don't know about you, Jessica, but I have literally never been around a college student who looked down on people between the age of 18 and 22 who are living in that town and not going to college. How do you even know? How do you? Like, college students work in a bar also. How do you know? I it think doesn't that they, make any it, sense. It came up in conversation. Mm. It came up within it. But but even still, it's like, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Because, like, How yes. How
0: dare you live in a town and not attend college? I hate it. It happens in every single show.
1: And, and that's why, like, yeah, I'm happy that he did eventually get success. And then the next show we're going to talk about, the guy who didn't go to college also eventually got success. But it didn't stop them from making them feel like crap mm-hmm. up until then and what i want to see is somebody who says you know college isn't for me because i'm taking this other career path like a character who college doesn't make sense for that's fine maybe they go to a different type of school or they jump into a career or they take like um you can start a uh, a program there's all kinds of wonderful programs out there to teach you uh programming and coding that you don't have to go to school for as long as you have the skills people will hire you. I just feel like I just which I know is a little bit of a a tangent but like I hate how they make people feel like a loser for not going to college. I completely agree. We've talked about it before and
0: every teen show does it. Every time the college conversation comes up in a show, there's someone who is probably not going to get in and then they have a conversation with many other characters about how they're going to be a townie. And be a loser and have no chance at having, leading a successful life.
1: Completely and totally. It's just, it's, it's, it's a frustrating, frustrating thing that happens. Um, the other thing, which is about, about that is, um, Xander's dating Anya. And he ultimately wants to get an apartment because they're like, oh, so sick of hanging out in his mom's basement, mom's basement, such a stereotype, but whatever. But like, Anya, you have your own place. Like, why don't you hang out with Xander there? Why are you constantly in his mom's basement when you have your own place? That's just weird. (laughs) That's a good point. That's just weird. That's just, it has nothing to do with the college thing. It's just a weird thing that Buffy does. So the other thing, and we had talked a little bit about this last week when we were talking about Winona Earp. You know, Buffy, we have... Our core group, and they are bonded together through fighting demons. Mm -hmm. But the hub of their operations is the school. Sure. We lose the school. Um, I think it was smart of them to blow it up because otherwise it would be really weird that Giles just quit that job. So it gives him an excuse. And it would be really weird if they hung out at the library when they weren't students there. So And it's- it was a closure thing. It was fun. right That chapter
0: of Buffy's life, of all of their lives as high school students, is closing. So to just blow up the school, I think, is a really fun way to close that chapter.
1: How good was season three? Oh, man. Oh, just the best. So good. Okay. Um, But now we have our characters and because they don't have one place where they're all together, things feel a bit disjointed and we don't have that camaraderie. And and they do sort of acknowledge that a bit with um, Xander and Giles feeling a little bit out of place and not knowing what to do um and we ultimately get it fixed you know they end up going to giles house a lot and then later they go to buffy's so ultimately the problem does get addressed but as you were saying you know we have that season four is often the weaker of this uh, weakest of the seasons and with buffy i think that season four is probably it's it's my least favorite um you know season one is is cheesy and not as you know the show hasn't found its footing quite as well but season four i just i I mean, obviously, I watch it, but I just it's it's my least favorite. It's my least favorite also. And in season four, I want to point out Buffy
0: has that weird thing with Parker, Ugh. who she sleeps with him, and then he kind of ghosts her and ignores her, and she obsesses over him in a very, very non Buffy like manner. And so I feel, and now that I'm thinking back to some of the other shows that we've already talked about, and other shows that this has happened. It I feel like writers often feel like when you're sending your teens to college you have to change something about their personality, and it's it's off. That's I think that's why it feels off when you send your teens to college you change their characters to ones that are not themselves or not recognizable by fans.
1: And, and and I agree with you there. I will say that with the Parker Buffy thing part of it does feel like it makes sense to me because that's the first person she has slept with since Angel and the last time she slept with a guy he turned evil which probably super super messed her up and so like now she sleeps with this other guy and she's like looking for that connection to make it feel like that was okay. Like, where is that connection? Where this guy is not please tell me this guy isn't an asshole. He's got to be better than this. This can't keep happening to me. So I feel like it makes a little bit of sense. It is weird, though, because it's Buffy and she's so strong. And we've seen her like, we've seen her sleep with a guy. And then he like, murders a bunch of people and becomes evil and then she has to kill him and like all of that. So like we've seen you get through that. You can get through this douchebag. It's so, like in one way I see that it makes sense. In the other way I feel like she also probably would have grown enough from that situation that she'd be able to handle a frat boy if she can handle Angelus. So I'm going to backtrack everything I said and say <laughs> you're right. So like I, all of that I circled around and got to Jessica's Right.
0: But even if what you said was right and she was looking for a connection, it still lasted a long time. Too long. It was too long of
1: her being like, why doesn't Parker like me? Blah, blah, blah. Especially for a guy with those eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so overall, uh, a weaker a weaker season.
0: Um, we just... Didn't handle college great because they just made up a college. Which is fine. Make up a college. Put it close to your town. But don't do it right
1: when your kids are going to college and not even like before though. Like that's the thing is it's like, right. It just happens. Like, so it's just, it's ridiculous. So yeah, I think that the, that, that all of that was handled poorly on Buffy. Um, what saved the show and I think made it work better than probably the next one we're going to talk about is just that Buffy um, is an amazing show. And also there's like vampires and fighting and supernatural And they kept the Scooby gang together.
0: Yes. They kept everyone together. It was a little bit disjointed, but they worked through it and they were all still in the same place.
1: Yeah. So they they, they did an okay job, but they really had, they fell for a lot of the pitfalls that a lot of these um, shows do. Okay. Okay. Ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on. And we're going to move on to a show that we've talked about a lot. (laughs) Of course. We're going to go back to Dawson's
0: Creek. Yay! Um, For for a little bit because they had, obviously, a lot of characters going to college.
1: But only for the uh, college time, not for the end. Because I don't want Jessica to, again, have to think about that end. And I know I just mentioned it.
0: I know. Now it's all I'm thinking about. But no, I can focus on end of season three, season four. No. End of season four, season five.
1: Yeah. 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 It's weird because it's not the usual order of things we're usually expecting it for season four because we got the sophomore through senior and then we've got season four as the college years but this is different and okay so I think that one of the things with Dawson's Creek so we do have that character that is Joey and and from the beginning she has talked about college so we know that this is important for her we also have seen her work really hard so for her to get into good schools and get scholarships if she gets them all of that makes sense what they really did that I think did not work. One of, Some of the things that they did that didn't work well is a lot of it is with the Pacey storyline. So you've got the character of Pacey who's not even sure he's going to... Okay, my heart's breaking for Pacey already. I just feel so bad for him. I love him so much. Um, anyway, he's not potentially not even going to graduate high school. He's um, obviously not gonna go to college and he is feeling like shit about it and the thing is pacey could be okay with it he could be okay with not going to college or going to community college but the people in his life make him feel so shitty about it his family makes him feel like it is a ridiculous notion for him to even go to school Mm -hmm. joey makes it seem like the only option you are going to go to college. Like, she doesn't say it in a mean way. She's trying to be supportive, but she doesn't give him room to not go to school. And then, you know, and then you've got the fact that he just, he doesn't go and it's kind of, he's, it's really after he's not gone, he doesn't really feel like shit about it like Xander did, but like prior to that, up going to that, it was the whole season four was about what is college going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Pacey's story w- stood out the most to me because they never discussed an option where he just didn't. Like, he never had a conversation with Joey where they said, Well, listen, if I don't get into school and you do, I'll just move to whatever city you're in and I will work. And that will be a relationship. It was that discussion never came up.
1: It did only mildly, but it wasn't really even fully. She was like saying something about not wanting to leave and he's like, like, she doesn't want to leave because she wants to be with him. And he's like, well, that's silly because I'm going to be wherever you are. But, like, I think it was when she was drunk and stuff. And it was, like, also not a big conversation. It was this thing that could completely end the relationship. If you go away to school, we're done forever because I'm not going away to school. You know, like, there are people who live in that town who don't go to that college. Like, that's fine. People do that. They live life and just, like, live in towns. The other thing is, like, they had the character change. That you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one we have is Jack. Yeah. I
0: was I was actually thinking Pacey. But you're right about Jack. He completely changed who he was. He left Jen behind. Ruined their friendship for a while. Which is not like Jack. He loves Jen more than anyone else. I think in his life. There is no way he would choose a
1: fraternity over her. And how dumb when you're like living in this house with Grams to go to a fraternity, you're living with Grams. Also, before we jump into that more,
0: if you backtrack, when they were talking about college, it was they're going to college together. Jack and Jen are going to college together, no matter where that college is. That was the conversations that they were having with each other, is that they were going to be together wherever that was. So for that to, for them to end up in the same place and then have him just destroy that friendship, they do fix it, but he does really mess it up. That doesn't make any sense. But then I want to get to, so now they're in college and, but they're all in the same city. They're all in Boston.
1: Except for Dawson.
0: Except for Dawson. Which
1: is nice that he's not there.
0: It is nice because we don't like Dawson but it does break the keep your core group together rule because there is a film school in Boston that he could have been at.
1: But they fix it. And so I would have actually, I would have, if I liked Dawson, here's how I would have felt about it. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, let's pretend sh- we liked we liked Dawson for a minute.
1: It's really hard. <laughs> All right. So uh, some world where I like Dawson. Trying to get in that head space. Okay. I like Dawson. I'm okay with the way they did it, even if I like Dawson, because it would make sense. He would want to go away to school, but then what they did is they had him get homesick. And it would really make sense for this character to be a total uh whiny asshole about the idea. (laughs) You're supposed
0: to like Dawson in this scenario. I can't I can't
1: do it. I can't finish it. I like this whiny asshole in this scenario. He's still Dawson. (laughs) So he's a whiny asshole who expects everybody to love him and he's upset because he has to like he doesn't get immediate success and so he's like but my mommy said i was good and so like it would make sense that this guy would come home he'd be like well i better come home because uh i have to try out here or maybe he comes home because of his dad i don't remember now why
0: i thought it was because of joey
1: Either that's way, why it, was, it started because it's he Joey. wanted to be with Joey. Yeah. Obviously,
0: he can't make a decision unless it's based on Joey. But that was a lie.
1: He said it was about Joey, but it was because he had to try and didn't. People weren't like, thank you for telling me about that, your girlfriend in high school in a film. <laughs> that was amazing. People were like, why don't you, um, I don't know, work and learn? And then also, uh, other people exist besides Spielberg, and he wasn't that great. And like, that's the kind of stuff that he was like. So. Anyway, that's, I'm fine with somebody going away and then realizing that they were homesick and wanting to come back home. That is a legitimate thing to do and actually makes more sense than all of your characters going to the same city. Well, I'm okay with them all going to the same city. That really does make and a lot of Boston is sense. a
0: very large city. So with funny.
1: multiple colleges. Yes. Which was so,
0: yes, I did absolutely. like that they
1: did that. Everybody had the same And they even brought
0: Grams along, yes. which is hilarious. It's adorable. It keeps your core group together and it gives them like you were mentioning a base now cuz it's still Grams' house, right? They spend a lot of time in that house. So that was a great idea and a great addition, I think. Yes. And I think it was also kind of funny. I laughed a little bit and they never mentioned it and I wish that they would have joked about themselves a little bit and joked about this, but the whole Joey and Pacey have a lot of kind of arguments and fights about, well, you're going to go to college and you're going to have this whole life that I'm not going to be a part of, even if I'm in the same town as you. And then season five happens and they're in the same town and they're together all the time. He even starts dating her roommate. Yeah. So that like idea that they were going to be leading different lives was so false. And I wish they would have just mentioned it, even if it was in a joking manner.
1: How could I be with you when you're going to Worthington and I'm not? Audrey's at Worthington and it's fine. Like, it doesn't, it's weird. You're right. That is a a thing that they did. So, overall, you know, season five of Dawson's Creek, easily my least favorite season of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, because a lot of the characters were not acting like themselves.
0: Pacey, Jack, even Joey a little bit was a little bit off with herself. Um, And that Professor... Oh, yeah, I forgot about I liked The Professor, but, but I, then they turned it into the romance thing, which I didn't yes. like. I wish they would have just left it alone.
1: They just, like, always... Well, you know, a guy cannot be friendly with Joey without falling in love with her. This is true. This, this is, is true. Because she's going to put her hair behind her ears. <laughs> going to do the cute little hair flip that every person does. Just, it, yep, so he had to fall in love with her. It obviously had to happen. So, yeah, not great, but... Let's move on to our final one, which I think did a good job.
0: Absolutely. So we are going to talk about Everwood. Which we just finished. We just finished watching it. Uh, We really enjoyed it. I was really glad that we watched it. And May handled the college situation in a really neat kind of creative way, I thought.
1: Yeah. So they, okay, they start off with um, before the main, main characters are going to college, we have Bright. Yes, the brother, and he—he he is a, a a a by the end a very main character, but he he didn't start off that way. Um, he's applying to school, and he doesn't get in. And what I like about that is, unlike a lot of other people, like he felt bad about it. He was upset because he worked
0: really hard to get his grades up, and then it just didn't work out for him.
1: But it made sense. He wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't get in. He acknowledges that he could go and start at community college and transfer elsewhere. He decides not to. He takes some time off, which makes total sense. You might be like, things aren't going quite the way that I thought. Maybe college isn't for me. I don't even know what I would want to major in. And he has a little bit of a spiral where he's like sleeping around, doesn't know what he wants to do. And all of that works for his character. And what they did was, one, they established that there are schools close to Mm -hmm. him yes that they could that they could go to and two they established that community college exists and is a viable option
0: yes for people and then he does attend eventually he does begin to take classes there two of our
1: characters do which is great yeah so then let's move on to ephraim ephraim okay so well really we have ephraim and amy and let's let's see at the same time because they're dating and for them it's that situation of we want to be together. And I, I I, enjoyed that they were applying to colleges in the same, like, towns, but they were still colleges that fit their ultimate goals. So he was applying to conservatories, mm-hmm. um, which is a word I didn't know existed. I Me mean, either. I knew it existed, but not in that context. Sure. Um And then she was, but she was applying to universities that were great universities in those towns who was really annoying to have her dad be like, you're just doing all this for Ephraim. It's like, yeah, but she's also applying to like really nice universities. Like, come on. So I loved that they, I think that they did a good job with, we're going to apply to lots of different places. Now, Jessica and I, while we were watching it, we were like, what's going to happen if these two actually go away to school? It's going to mess up the show because the show is so about family. Yes. So even if we follow them to school, it's not going to be enough. And so we were wondering how they were going to do that. And we were like, it doesn't make sense for them to just quit, to, to lose their ambition and go to A&M or to go to community college. Because they both are very talented, intelligent people who can get into good schools. So... The show came up with some clever plot points to get them to that point. Yeah, before we jump on that,
0: I just want to say they they did what I liked is they brought up A&M, Colorado A&M, bef- as backup schools. So it wasn't completely out of the blue anyone ends up there. It was, this is Amy saying, this is my backup school. And Ephraim saying, well, this guy approached me from the music department. Maybe I should consider this as an option. So it was not out of the blue. It was established before everyone kind of ended up there. And yes. so Ephraim, his story, um, he has his audition with Juilliard, but then finds out about his secret baby, has a real bad spiral, ends up not going to Juilliard
1: takes some classes at um, the community college. Well, yeah. So first what he does is he skips his audition entirely. Yes. And then he actually gets um, a second opportunity to audition, but he's in a spiral, so he's not going to do it. Amy does all this work to get him a second audition, and he doesn't go because he has to go to see his baby, which he then doesn't see him or him. Her, him, him. Uh, either way, it, it was because he didn't want to do. It wasn't because, like, we had Dawson miss out on that opportunity because he had to drive down to Florida to see Joey for like oh a my second. Gosh. Like, it wasn't that. It was that Ephraim couldn't play piano, and he knew that he was having a really difficult time, and it made sense because mm-hmm. if you went through that, the finding out that you had a child that. Some that was given up for adoption, finding out that your dad knew about it and lied to you and really was the reason that you didn't know about it. Like all of that would, would fuck you up. So it makes sense that he's going to do that. And he doesn't go straight to community college. He goes to Europe. He's just like, I need to get out of here. And so all of that makes sense for his character and the plots work. I get why Ephraim doesn't go to a conservatory. Yes,
0: absolutely. So then we have Amy. Who is planning to go to Princeton, I believe, is where... Yes. Kind of what her plan was. But then her mom,
1: Rose, gets cancer. And Amy decides to stay and go to school at AM mm-hmm. so she can be home. And, you know, it was a smart move because it's what you would do. Her parents tried to stop her and she was like, "I, I, like, essentially, not only do I want to be here to help, but like, if something happens, I I want to have been around my mother. Like, that is what a person would do if your parent was potentially going to die. I mean, unless you're Hannah and you'd run away. But But I think especially for Amy. Mm-hmm. And
0: we've seen her make a lot of sacrifices for Colin when he was sick and when he was struggling. And she's just that type of person who would make those changes to be near and help out the people that she loves. So it's very in character for her to do that.
1: And it gets her living at home still. Which then allows us to have the Abbott's house as a place where they can be. um. Even when Ephraim comes back and isn't living at home, he goes to visit his dad a lot. Plus, we've got the whole his dad plot and his dad... Okay, Andy and Nina is a whole other episode. Like, maybe just <laughs> an episode about the two of them. But, um, so that makes sense for amy's character i get why she didn't go to princeton i get why she's living at home and she's going to a&m and she's trying to find herself and even though she changes a little bit you know she does she gets more into these like political causes and things like that it still feels natural because when a person goes to college sometimes that happens they're like oh, another world exists yeah, and especially Amy. Yeah, most of her high school,
0: she was just obsessed with the boys in her life, mm-hmm. and so it made sense for her to go to college and and look at a, a bigger world.
1: Yes. So what they did great was one, we didn't have our our couple break up because of college, because that doesn't make any damn sense. Um, they said
0: they broke up because of a secret baby, which makes much more sense.
1: Yeah, secret babies break people up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> we got to keep everybody in the town. And then um, we got to keep him in for, for re- reasons that made sense. And then what we ultimately have is um, Bright and Ephraim both go to the community college. And then I think that Ephraim ultimately goes to community college. And then at the end, he's deciding to transfer to a Yes. And all of that is totally normal and makes sense. And Ephraim and Bright begin living together.
0: And Bright is dating Hannah, who is Amy's best friend. And so if Hannah is at the apartment, it makes sense that sometimes Amy would be at the apartment. So it keeps your core group together hanging out.
1: In a way that, again, is logical. Um, So I did like that. But, like all of these, the weakest season. Yeah, and it actually got canceled at the end of that season. So
0: I don't know what it is. I don't know what the formula is to make those seasons better but even the shows that we are agreeing did it well it still tends to be the weakest seasons
1: yeah and I I guess like the thing is is you know we might say it's so dumb that people go to college and like then they act like they're different people it is a new experience you are you know you don't have the same rules you did you can Skip class. You can show up late. There's really nobody to stop you. Um, there are a, people who are at a lot of different points in their life. You also don't just have people ages 18 through 22. True. You're going to be hanging. There's going to be full-blown adults. Um, you know, your non-traditional, as they call them, students. Sure. And you're kind of discovering things that you maybe didn't discover before, because when you're living at home in your parents' house, there is a little bit of you being sheltered. Whether you've got overprotective parents or or not, there is something when you're living at home. There are some things you're not exposed to. So I I feel like it is true when you go to school. Sometimes things change. You change. You're trying to understand. Who you are? What's my major going to be? What am I going to do for a living? Is did the plan that I have throughout my whole childhood, does that actually make sense for who I am? Like all of those questions happen, which makes sense. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to see it. Well, here's the thing is I don't disagree with you,
0: but that should make a show more interesting. That should make characters more interesting. And somehow those first year of college seasons are boring how is that possible when you're discovering a whole new world that should be interesting when you watching characters grow and change that should be better because you've they're been not. to college
1: you've been to college the world you're discovering is boring you know that <laughs> you might be excited by all this new stuff but let's face it it's boring like it is i mean come yeah on. i guess you're right like you know you're like oh my gosh how, how crazy is this we're going to have like i don't know uh an event in our dorm or whatever but then you go to the event and it's boring yeah and like you go to a party and it's boring maybe i didn't i I didn't go to any parties
0: i went to a couple i did not enjoy them um but we are who we are i mostly (laughs)
1: sat in my dorm room surrounded by sylvia plath quotes that i put on the wall i think we had a different college experience it was still boring like there were some existential crises, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, some bouts of depression, and it was still pretty damn boring. It, it was like my thirties. <laughs> hey, mine too. It's not getting better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, because unlike uh the father in Everwood, I think antidepressants are great. too. <laughs> so like
0: just. You mean both fathers and everwood?
1: All the people in Everwood.
0: Everyone in every Everwood is anti antidepressant. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's funny because it's too anti. <laughs> also, I want to mention from Everwood, is Colorado A&M in Denver? I don't know. Because I Where is Denver? If anyone else who watched Everwood noticed that the distance from Everwood to Denver changed. <laughs> every single conversation anyone had about it <laughs>
1: collins in denver that's only a two-hour drive or five hours on the bus actually i'm going to school in denver and i get there in 10 minutes and
0: i can still live in everwood and just drive there very quickly it's like it makes no sense i
1: mean it's fine whatever it, i don't care i don't care about that but in, in all seriousness like even though those college things th- seem really exciting it, it's not uh college is fairly boring it's going to class um You know, it just, it is. It's boring. And I know that high school is boring, too. But, like, all the stuff, the discovery that you're having is stupid stuff. Like, Amy is discovering that she likes politics and she's hanging out with really annoying people. Like, I've met people like that. I don't, I don't like them. I don't want to see them. That's boring. I just, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I'm still going to watch
0: the shows. I'm going to expect the college seasons to be bad. But that's not going to deter me.
1: No no not at all so before we wrap up i have a question for you oh i'm ready okay so this question um is if you could take one character from a show who dies and stop them from dying who would it be and your answer it has to be the second choice because i know what your first choice is so if you pick a second one <laughs> can you tell me what my first choice is it's arthur
0: it is God. It is okay. so like
1: I mean obviously it's my first choice, but I'm I'm curious who who it would be if it's not Arthur that you're saving. Okay, So, second choice, <laughs> second choice character that dies.
0: Give me just one second. Okay, I have one. Okay, so just recently I rewatched the show Alias, and it's one of my favorite shows. Rewatching it brought me so much joy. It's a ridiculous show. The plots are crazy and i love every single minute of it but in that show sydney's best friend francie i love her i love her character she begins this relationship with will she has this fun relationship with sydney's dad and she is so great and she dies at the end of season two and that one just makes me so sad there are so many other characters on that show I would have been okay with dying. I would much rather Will have died than Francie. So I'm going to go with Francie from Alias. Mm,
1: I like that answer. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. I'm surprised you don't know. Oh. I don't think I know. I mean, obviously, first choice is the same as yours. It's Arthur. It will always be Arthur. Yeah. Um, It's dolls. Oh, you know what? That did come to my mind. I did know that. That's true. I just, like, I think about him so much and it's just like one of those things where I love Winona Earp and I am hoping that they get another season but it will never be the same for me without dolls I just like I love him I love his character I, I loved the actor but even if we didn't have the actor if he left and they could have saved the character I would have been lots so of happy. people are good actors
0: you know yeah so you can fill in when you lose a really good actor, there are still other really good I actors mean, in there you could fill in with. We talked
1: about it with Robin. You're going to change Robin's face, but not dolls. Come on. Now, granted, it's a good face. His smile. Oh, my God. I His smile. Just thinking about it makes me smile. I know, right? Ugh. So if I could save one one character, it would be dolls. Because I think the show lost something huge when they lost dolls. And I I think about him. I think about him every day. It's, it's so dumb to say, but I do. I don't know that I loved
0: him as much as you, but I completely agree that the show lost something when they lost him. A hundred percent agree.
1: Okay. Well, I think that that's it. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening
0: and check us out next
1: week. Thank you for listening to wfl tv if you enjoyed listening to us talk about television follow us on twitter at wfl tv you can send us an email with any questions feelings things we should be watching at wfl gmail.com. share our podcast so we can